Lord, I just pray for myself and sometimes my excitement gets beyond me and I get so excited that I kind of lose my mind and if I'm a fool for Jesus, well, that's okay. That's what you call us to be. You call us to be a fool for Christ. And so we thank you. I ask Holy Spirit that you would be our teacher. I thank you, Lord, that as we've come to the table this morning, And we've seen our our lives being sprinkled by the blood of Jesus. We've seen our sins have been dealt with. It's because of that that we can rejoice today. And one of the scriptures, I'm not sure where it is, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We should be a people who are rejoicing. Why? Not because of our circumstances, not because of what what uh, is happening in our families, we should be rejoicing because of the finished work on the cross. That is central to our lives. Jesus is why we gather today. We didn't gather for any other reason. We gathered to to worship Jesus. We gathered to meet around the table. We gathered uh, to praise Him and give Him honor and glory in everything that we do. If I have a look at the, the last uh, few months, and we've been, been on a theme of uh, prayer. We've, been on, uh, we've had Alexander Fenter, who did four weeks uh, on prayer. And uh, he started off that with the, the disciples coming to Jesus. And what did they ask? They said, teach us how to pray. They didn't actually ask anything else. They didn't say, teach us how to preach. He said, teach us how to pray, because they saw in Jesus' life something which they knew that they needed. In the pre-service prayer meeting, Eileen was just praying, and even in the prayer now, that we are uh, beyond ourselves. We, we are out of our depth. We actually don't know where to turn so often. And that's where prayer comes in with, uh, with gusto. We, we need to be a people who pray. So my scripture for today, I'm going to read it from just a few versions, is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. And I'm sure I've preached on this before, but I'm wanting to just emphasize a few words here. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. In the, the New Living Translation, at least in the tr- Passion Translation, it says, Let joy be your continual feast. Let joy be your continual feast. Feast. I, I love feasting. You People who know me, well, yeah, there's nothing better than a good roast lamb. There's nothing good than, better than wonderful food and a, and a, and a table. And uh, yeah, yeah, what the, the Paul is saying is, let Joy be your continual feast. Feast on joy. And it's the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. It's the joy because of what he has done on the table. And it says, make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, always give thanks. For this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Very simple, practical, easy to put into practice few verses. Always be joyful. That's it. That's the command. It's a command always to be joyful. Never stop praying. 
Never cease from praying. And then give thanks in all circumstances. That is the will and purpose for God for you and I to do. Sometimes we think, what's our big purpose and what's our, what's our you know, my destiny, you know, who I am in Jesus. Well, this is it here. In a nutshell, this is what you and I are called to, to, to be. We're called to be joyful. We're called to be prayers. We're called to be thankful. And if we are thankful and if we are joyful like that in the, in the world in which we live in, in a world which there's not much joy, there's not much hope, there's sadness, there's, there's difficulties around every corner. But if we have understood the cross, if we have understood what Barry said to us in the table, life changes. And so never stop praying. Our prayer life should be as natural as breathing. We're all taking breaths here today. You are breathing. Just take a deep breath. Just Every breath brings life. And the source of that breath is Jesus. If Jesus did that, our breath could stop just like that. Every breath we have is because of Jesus. And if we stop breathing, what happens to us? We die. You know, you've seen it on the movies. You've seen the, the heartbeat rate, and suddenly the heartbeat stops and it just flatlines. That happened to uh, Zoe Picati as a three-month-old little baby. She flatlined a whole lot of times, but the Lord brought her back. And it's sometimes just such a joy to see her now. She's just over two, I think. And just to see her sometimes running around this place. And to see the joy of that family in, 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 in Zoe being raised from the dead. Resurrected life. So when we stop breathing, we die. And if we stop praying, we also die. According to Leonard Ravenhill, uh, he says, No man is greater, no man or no woman or no person or no child is greater than his prayer life. Let's let that sink in. If you want to be great in this kingdom, what did Jesus say? You have to become like little children. If you want to become great in this life, your prayer life, my prayer life needs to increase. And, and Paul says, praise is encouraging us. He's challenging us. He says, pray without ceasing. Don't stop praying. Don't give up. You know, how, do, how does this work out practically? We can't always be in, a, in, a, in, this, in this position of prayer with our eyes closed and kneeling. These are customs of prayer. These are some things which, which, which help us when we pray. We kneel. Why? Because we, we're just acknowledging our helplessness. And we kneel before the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So that's why we do that. But there are many implications for this scripture. The scripture which says, pray without ceasing. The use of a voice is not even essential. Some of my prayers... I know have been, as, I've been, as I've been thinking, I've just been thinking about stuff and some of my prayers. And those thoughts have been answered. I haven't, ever, I haven't often articulated them aloud. So the, the, the use of your voice is not essential. 
The posture is not essential. The place of prayer is not essential. It's lovely to come to a house of prayer. It's lovely to come to worship and to pray together. But this is not the most important thing. We can pray wherever we are. And even the time of prayer is, is not that important. I love Louis Giglio. One of the things I, I heard him talk, saying a few weeks back. And he says, um, he said this, if we could see what happens when we pray, we would never cease to pray. So Lord Jesus, I'm asking each of us to be given a vision, given a, the eyes of our heart might be enlightened, that we might see what happens when God prays. When we pray, sorry. Thank you. Because sometimes I think, if, if, if you're anything like me, I, I think you people probably have prayer life probably better than mine. Uh, sometimes I come and I come to pray and I think, and I don't know, I, I don't know whether I feel that the Lord is in the room. I, I think as this, I'm praying to a ceiling. And as I'm... I pray sometimes, you, I don't know why, you get tired very quickly. Suddenly, you, suddenly you're tired. I know for me, maybe it's my personality, my ADHDH, or you know, those, all those letters. I need to actually walk around, even when I'm praying, just to, to keep focused. And then we have these silly little distractions. Suddenly, as you're about to pray, there's a ping on your phone. And it's a, it's a, it's a notification. And it's, it must be an important notification. It's from uh, News 24. What is the president going to say? What has just happened? And we get distracted and we get sidetracked by those things. So sometimes we need to just put off those phones. And so sometimes prayer can be a struggle. Prayer can be a battle. And that's why we need to see what happens when we pray. So when we pray, these are some of the things that happen when we pray. Hey, when you just asked me that, this is what the Lord is saying. I dispatched angels across the country. When you just asked me that, I shifted kingdom plans into gear. When you just asked me that, a door opened. When you just asked me that, what happened? The domino fell. I don't know whether you've seen in the, sometimes on, I don't know, Facebook, if you've ever done it, if you've got lots of dominoes. When I was little, we used to do it, and we used to line them all up, and go around a corner, corner and you'd push, push the, one, one but, the one domino, and that they would all start falling. And if you Google that, probably if you Google dominoes falling, the people have gone to huge and elaborate lengths to make a, a spectacular vision of, of what happens. And, and that happens when we push just one little domino, one little prayer, one little prayer for a cry for help, a call for, for, for Jesus. And everything starts to move. Not just today, but tomorrow, forever and ever. I have a look at the prayers I prayed for my father. And I wish I could say to you, I prayed for him every single day. For like, I think I gave my life to Jesus when I was 
15 or 14 for 50 years until he came, until he came to the Lord. No, I didn't. But I did pray for him. And the Lord heard my prayers. It took a very long time for it to be prayed. I don't know why. Why didn't he answer it day one? I, you know, there's the mysteries. There's wonder. Our prayers, sometimes we wonder. But God is going to answer our prayers, particularly those for our families. Particularly those for our families, those ones in our families that are lost, that don't know Jesus. The Lord will do it. So what the Lord is saying to me, he's saying, Alan, pray without ceasing, because when you call on the name of the Lord, when you call on the name of Jesus and access the power of heaven, things happen. God answers. God God moves. When I start to agree with God's plans, when I start to pray the scriptures back to God, when I start to stand on the word, things happen. So I'm asking today, I'm asking, this is the thing I'm asking the Lord to do for you. Because I want my prayer life to increase. I want your prayer life to increase. I'm asking for him to show what happens. When Daniel prayed somewhere, didn't he? And it took, uh, the angel took 21 days to get through because of the battle, the fight in the heavenlies. Sometimes some of your prayers have taken more than 21 days to get through the battle. But he, he didn't stop praying. Daniel prayed. Daniel prayed. And it came at great cost. Got thrown into, where was it? Lion's dens and fires. No, that wasn't Daniel. It was the other guys. So what does it mean to pray without ceasing? It means that because I'm going to pray without ceasing, because I'm going to seek the Lord in everything and every moment of the day, it means I have a spirit of dependence. I have a spirit of dependence on the King. I don't... I can't do it all myself. In fact, I can do very little of it. The Lord has given us a few abilities and we do that with Him and we ask Him to strengthen us. But most of all, He wants us on our knees crying that He would show up. And that prayer would permeate everything we do. So, can I pray at the office? Well, yes. And I'm sure I've used this example before, but Greg Reed had a guy working in his office in UEC called, uh, he went to Bethel. Richard, 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 uh, Richard Gordon. You see, this is like 2020. Well done, Greg, you got it right. And Richard Gordon was a software engineer. I'm probably going to get the story a little bit muddled, but he, he, he got said he was studying at Bethel. He was in Bethel. His wife was doing uh, Bethel as well with him. And he got a contract somewhere up, like a really big contract, a software development contract. And he had a certain amount of time. and He didn't want to take too long. And, it, and he, was, uh, he, he didn't know how this project was going to work out. And it wasn't working. It was, it, it, there was, he, came, uh, he came stuck. And what did he do? He asked the Lord for wisdom. 
He asked the Lord for This is a software engineer. This is a bright lad. He asked for wisdom. And uh, within a, a, a short time, the, the key that needed to unlock this uh, project happened. And so prayer is not just for the prayer room. Prayer is for at work when you're stuck. Prayer is when you're a teacher and, and you've got a difficult child in front of you and how, how to minister to them. You can say, Lord, just help. So we can pray uh, without ceasing. Because prayer, prayer, as we pray, what are we doing? We're saying, I'm dependent on you. I haven't got this. You and I haven't got it. When I was praying the other day, praying about our situation at our home with a father-in-law who, who had lost his mind with dementia and the difficulty of that and, and, and just asking the Lord and saying, Lord, find a way. And uh, that, the Lord answered that prayer. And it's been, it's been wonderful. He's doing amazingly well in this, in this home and just off Rock Road. So we're dependent on God. If you leave with nothing else than that, that we're dependent on God. And then praying without ceasing means we, re- we pray repeatedly and we pray often. We don't give up. We carry on. We, we keep holding it before the Lord. That's what Brian Barnes did a, a few weeks back when he came and preached from West Point. Uh, he came and preached and he persistent prayer. We, we're praying for revival. We're praying for revival to break out on a Tuesday evening here at 5 o'clock. And we, we're asking, the, and we, we're not going to stop. We've been praying for years. And we're going to carry on praying for years. We're going to carry on calling out to the Lord, crying out to the Lord, because He is faithful and He will answer our prayer. So it's a great encouragement to be here at five and pray. Don't, don't, uh, don't give up. So finally, prayer is actually that. Don't give up. Don't, don't ever come to a point, to the point where, oh, there's no use in praying. God doesn't hear my prayer. The ceiling is very low. He doesn't hear my prayer. Go on praying. Don't cease from praying. Lean on God all the time. Never give up. Never give up. Keep looking to Him. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And what happens? The things of this earth grow strangely dim. As we used to sing that old chorus. But we have to keep turning to Jesus. Keep turning. Don't get distracted by life. Don't get distracted by your, uh, your bank balance. Don't get distracted by your, whatever is worrying you, your child, whatever is worrying you. Turn to Jesus. Don't give up. Don't give up. I want my default uh, mechanism. You know, I think computers, they have default. You, you, when you start them up, they go to a certain default uh, page. I want my default page to be prayer, to be awareness of the presence of God. Aware of the presence of God. When this thing all comes down and we boil it all down and it comes down, what does it come down to in the end? It comes down to Jesus. That's the one thing that's important, is Jesus. And as we pray and as we talk to Him, and prayer is just talking to Him. It's not big, long, flowery words. Sometimes it's just help. Sometimes it's, Lord, forgive. Sometimes it's praying the Word. 
But it's about Jesus. I want to close with one scripture, and I'm going to ask the, that we would, we would end with, Great is the Lord, and, and thou art worthy. I think it is the two end songs. But this is what uh, David says. One thing I have asked of the Lord. One thing I crave from God. The one thing I seek above all else. I want the privilege of living with Him every moment in this house. Finding the sweet loveliness of His face, filled with awe, delighting in His glory and grace. I want to live my life so close to Him that He takes pleasure in my every prayer. That's the one thing you and I need. The one thing you and I need to desire more than anything is His lovely face. The seraphim and the angels around the throne have never grown tired of worshipping. They've never got bored. They just love Him. And I want to live, and I'm sure you want to live, so close to Him that He takes pleasure in every prayer. So Lord, let's, let's just pray. We thank You, Lord, that You have called us. You've called us to pray without ceasing. And so, Lord, we Say yes to that today. Yes. Say yes. I'm going to pray without ceasing. You are going to be central to everything that I do. Because Lord, you are great. You are great and you are worthy to be praised. So let's just stand. And let's just lift the roof off this house today. As we acknowledge Him as our Savior, as a great Lord. Thank you, Jesus.